Father, we give you praise, we give you honor and adoration. We can never thank you enough for all the many good things that you have done for us. You have preserved our lives, you have preserved our going out and our coming in. You have delivered us from all the traps and snares of the enemy. You have not given us to be a prey to the teeth of our enemies. You have caused our souls to escape as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. Of the truth, if they are not paying for you, O God, who have been on our side. By now, our enemies would have swallowed us alive. But God, you have been with us. If we are alive today, and we have been able to come to your sanctuary, the one who says thank you. And your person can say that was seen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that was seen, Radin. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that was seen, Radin. Thank you also for your presence among us. Thank you, Father, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the many ministering angels that you have sent among us. Spirit of God, I submit myself to you. I confess that I can do nothing without you. Let your unction be strong upon my life, Lord. Speak your word through me, Lord. Confirm your word in my signs and wonders. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall Amen. we be seated, please? Lift up your Bibles. Let it go above your head. And see, this Bible is my own Bible. It is the word of God. It shall bring blessings into my life. I believe what is written in this book. I am what he says I am. I have what he says I have. I will be what he says I will be. Thank you, every Father, for this wonderful book. In Jesus' mighty name. I want to welcome you once again to our communion service. Where is Gabi Mensah? Where is Gabi Mensah? Tell him to come and sit here. Come and sit in front here. Don't go outside again. Come and sit in front. From today, next time you come to church, you will sit in front here. Come, come in front. Come and sit in front. That will be your seat from today. Not that side, the first one. The first one. Yeah, you sit there now. Another side will sit here. Then you will sit here from today. Hallelujah. You are welcome to our communion service. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank God for all the ministers of God that are here. I salute all the ministers. I salute all the elders. And I salute all the church workers. And I salute you also. I want to salute the family of our sister, Mrs. Cynthia Abba Nikwe. 
You are welcome to our service. Hallelujah. And I want to salute all those watching us on Facebook across the nations of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that this morning service will be a blessing unto you. Open up your heart because God is sending his word unto you. Come with me to Isaiah 53, Isaiah 53, from the verse 3 to 10. And please, teachers, take care of the children and make sure they are silent while we have the service. And this morning I'm speaking on the cross. I'm speaking on the cross. Isaiah 53, I'm reading from the verse 3. To the verse 10, then I'll read First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. Hallelujah. So Isaiah 53 from the verse 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Na nipa panu, oye onipa onhu ayayade na onimi yare na obunu enimtiase obi anipa yi won eni ehintanu na yemunu she Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted Ampara yen yare wan onu na wafa na yen yaye die no nso wasoa but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before a shearer is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence. Neither was any deceit in his mouth. 
na woma ne dam na efra bonifo ni odifo di mu ewo ni womu nanso wani abonifo sem na nada eni nanum verse 10 yet it pleased the lord to bruise him he had put him to grief when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand na eso awrade ani se ojure no bo no yare se onya e de ne kra etu ho se asodi afori a obehu na sefo ne na ebeware na nia eso awrade ani afa ne nsa so ayeye amen amen now please come to first corinthians chapter 1 corinthians verse 18 corinthians 4 first corinthians chapter 1 the verse 18. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. May the Lord add his blessing upon the reading of his word, and the house shall see. Amen. Amen. I'm speaking on the topic the cross. Now, the cross is used by many as a symbol of Christianity. And many people wear the cross as a chain on their necks as an ornament to prove that they are Christians. And the cross is very important because that was where Jesus Christ bought our redemption and our salvation. Because the cross talks about the crucifixion of Jesus, his burial, and resurrection from the dead. And that is what brings redemption and salvation to man. But I want us to understand something. You see, many wear the cross as a kind of fashion. But the cross of Jesus is a symbol of pain, of suffering, and of sacrifice. Anytime you see the cross, you must recognize that it is a place of pain, a place of suffering, and a place of sacrifice. We celebrated Easter some few days ago. And we all know the story that led to the crucifixion of Jesus on the cross. How that Jesus Christ was betrayed by one of his own disciples. How Jesus Christ 
was arrested and he was beaten. How they spat upon Jesus and Bible says that the soldiers made a crown of thorns and put it on his head and hammered it on his head. When they put a crown of thorns on your head, it's like they are putting many pins on your head and hammering it into your head. Now, if you want to know how it looks like when you go to the house, you just take three safety pins and hammer it into your head. You will see how if they put a crown of tongues on your head, it will look like. Or if you can, you when we close, come and see me. I will do it for you. You will see the pain you will go through. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible also tells us how Jesus Christ was beaten by whips that contain bones. So when they whip him, the bones or the pins go into his skin. And all his back, the flesh of his back and abdomen were torn. They slapped him like soldiers. You know, soldiers, when soldiers are slapping you, it's not like a civilian. All his back was torn. All his face was swollen. Bible says they took him to the cross. They nailed, they used nails to nail him to the cross through his hands and his feet. And blood came out from his head. Bible says that they also use a spear to pierce his side. And blood and water came out. All these things showed us the suffering and pain that Jesus Christ endured. And why did Jesus go through all this pain? All this suffering. He was nailed to the cross and he was naked on the cross. He was put to open shame. Jesus, who is the king of kings? Jesus, who is the lord of lords? Jesus, who is the man of glory? Why did he agree to go through all these things? It's because of the love that he has for you and for me. In John chapter 3 verse 16 Bible says For God so loved the world For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son. God gave his son and Jesus Christ submitted himself to all this pain and suffering. He had power to defend himself. He had power to fight back. But the Bible says he was silent like a lamb that was being taken. He did not speak. Why? Because he loves us. Jesus went through pain. Yes, Look, let me tell you what Jesus had to go through for us to be saved is not easy. Bible says he that knows no sin. He came to stand 
in our place. We are those who are sin. We are those that should be punished. In Romans 3.23 The Bible says for all have sinned. I am short of the glory of God. Every man is a sinner. Every woman is a sinner. There is nobody here who can tell me has ever seen before. That's the one that you have you told a lie before. As a person, have you told a lie before? Then what did the person say? Maybe have you told a lie before? Now, now you look very holy. Have you told a lie before? Now, now have you told a lie before? There is no single person who will say he or she has never told a lie. If you say that you are a liar. All of us are sinners. And the Bible shows the punishment for sinners. Romans 6.23 says that for the wages of sin is death. By God's standard. Because all of us are sinners, we ought to die. Hallelujah. Amen. But instead of us being punished, instead of us suffering, because if you die, you go to hell. And when you go to hell, you'll be in fire. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll be in fire forever. Now, let me tell you this. If you are here today and you don't give your life to Jesus and you don't serve the Lord Jesus and you don't live right if you die you will go to hell and you will be in fire Yesterday when we went to the funeral the lady who was preaching she said something. If you want to try how hell, hell is like when you are frying fish you remove the fish and put just this finger one finger one minute into the hot oil just one minute just one just this one into the oil just one minute get, get, get one minute 60 seconds Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So Jesus knew what we will go through because in hell, when you enter hell, the fire will not be for one minute. It will not be for one hour. It will not be for one day. It will not be for one year. It will not be for ten years. It will not be for hundred years. It will not be for thousand years. It will not be for a million years. It will be forever. Yes, Christo, no nim di obefem. Sasa nim sasa uno kujata tadiyama. Oja na ukwakode mu nenye sima, nenye simedu, nenye donshiri baku, nenye dakro, nenye bosumi baku, nenye afi baku, nenye fiedu, nenye fioha, nenye fiapin, nenye fiopipinso. So, so Jesus Christ saw. That you and I are going to end up in hell. The Bible says in hell there is pain and gnashing of teeth. Hell is a terrible place. 
So run away, run away. Hell is a terrible place. So run away from the danger. I you didn't go to SU. Hell is a terrible. That's one of the songs that I made. So run away, run away. The choir now singing. Hell is a terrible place. So run away from the danger ahead. There shall be burning, but you never die. There will be weeping, there will be pain, but it's not too late. The Lord is calling you. Run away from the danger ahead. In health, the fire will be burning. You will be in hell. Your head will be in. Your hands will be in it. Your feet will be in it. Some of you, you always put on your pons. The pons will also be inside. Your Brazilian hair, it will be in the fire. Hallelujah. Amen. But Jesus did not want us to enter hell. Because he knew the pain in hell. That is why he came. To take our place. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 That is why today we have eternal life. Because Jesus died for us. That we shall have life. Yesu go ni mi na wala. That is why he suffered like that. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, when you read Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10, so we can call you for Isaiah. Please, the Father, that Jesus will go through suffering. Please, the Father, that Jesus will go through pain. And somebody will ask, no, baby, sir. What kind of father is that? What kind of father will be happy if his son is suffering? What kind of father will be happy if his son is going through pain? But it is because the father knows that after the pain, there is glory. Amen. 
Because of what Jesus did. Today we can also call ourselves the sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 It's like a woman who is going to give birth. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, giving birth takes a lot of pain. When you get pregnant, after the pregnancy starts coming out, your sleeping pattern will change. Is that not so? You can't sleep like you used to sleep. Some of them, even your food will change. Your eating habit will change. And then, after going through the nine months, when the day comes, when the baby will go, come out. Does the baby come out quietly? There is no woman in the house that when she's giving birth, you will hear a voice. That's why they say the things that happen in the labor world, they don't come and say it outside. Because the labor world is a place of pain. A place of suffering. A place of shouting. It's a place of shame. You see, when you're a woman and you go to the labor world, it doesn't matter whether the doctor is a man or a woman. You'll be naked. If we say walk right now here with your brazier and your panty, you will say, hum, hum, I won't do that. But when you go to the labor world, it doesn't matter whether the doctor is a male or a female, you will be completely naked like a banana. Hallelujah. Amen. And many of the women, when they go to give birth, and they go through the pain. They say, Me. Me. I won't come back here again. Ah, like, like, no round two. I remember we went to visit one of our members, the wife, when she gave birth. She told me, Apostle. I didn't this thing is too painful. I cannot stand. I can't stand. What I said? I can't stand this again. And you know what? It's just about over a year. She's still pregnant now. She's pregnant now. She's pregnant now. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me, let me, you see, why would a woman decide that I'll go through so much pain? Because after the pain, a baby is born and there will be celebration. Amen. Why did Jesus go through the suffering? Because after the suffering, we will have salvation. We can come to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And call him our father. We can come to God and have eternal life. Amen. That's why Jesus suffered. On the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 12. 
Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews 4, the first two. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible speaking said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Despising the shame. And he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus saw the joy after. He saw you in serving. That when he goes through the pain, you will be saved, I'll be saved. And that's how he went through. Hallelujah. Amen. And he did that because of love. In Romans chapter 5, verse 8, God demonstrated his love toward us. That even at the time when we're criminals, at the time when we're sinners, at the time when we're very wicked, he still calls Jesus to die for us. You know, many times when you go to the cemetery, and I'm a pastor. I've been a pastor for many, many years. I've gone to the cemetery many, many times to bury people. And sometimes you see people crying. One day we want to bury somebody. And the husband was so upset. When they put the casket into the grave, he entered and sat on it. He said he would not agree. He would go with her. Then one of the family members, he took a shovel and took sand. Stop their foolishness. <laughs> Stop the foolishness. The guy, you, go the so, uh, you said you are going you to go, go, go with the person. Eh. <laughs> Many people who confess with their mouths that they love you, but when it comes to a place critical between life and death, you will run away. He stretched his hand. He said, please pull me out. When he was pulled out, he started cleaning himself. He stopped crying immediately. It's not easy. Hallelujah. Amen. But Jesus Christ, he knew that he will go through pain. But he went through. Because of you. And because of me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Jesus said. In Luke. Chapter 9. Can we Luke, to Luke? Chapter 9. From the verse 23. To the verse 27. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now, I'll catch you when you say, so be per se or demetia on panahu echi 
The cross stands for pain. The cross stands for sacrifice. And Jesus says, if you will come after me, if you want to be my disciple, if you want to serve me, take up your cross. Take up your cross. Christianity without the cross is no Christianity. We can never have Christianity without crucifixion of Jesus on the cross. So Christianity without pain is no Christianity. You know, we complain. I come to church, I go to church, and I'm suffering. It is part of Christianity. Then I want to tell you, suffering is part of Christianity. And tell a person, pain is part of Christianity. Tell a person, shame is part of Christianity. If you are not ready to suffer for Christ, if you are not ready to suffer for Jesus Christ, then you cannot be a Christian. Because to be a disciple of Jesus, you must be ready to pick up your cross. You want to enjoy everything in the world and still be a Christian. It's not possible. It's impossible. You want to live anyhow and say you are a Christian. It's not possible. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake the same shall save it. For what is a man advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? Verse 26. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his father's and of the holy angels. If any man will come after me, let him pick up his cross. You cannot live anyhow. And say you are a Christian. You cannot say you are going to live anyhow. To live as a Christian means you must separate yourself. Jesus died and took our sins. And he gave us his righteousness. And he expects that you will walk in that righteousness. He expects that you will walk in that righteousness. So you must know. That if you want to be a Christian, just as Christ suffered, you must be ready to suffer. Also. And the suffering of Christ was not easy. It wasn't easy at all. So, Paul, in writing in Hebrews, he says something. Hebrews chapter 2. From verse 1 to 3. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest 
anytime we should let them sleep. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Hallelujah! Amen. What Jesus did on the cross was a very high price to pay. There's something he suffered. The sacrifice he sacrificed was a high price. And Bible says if you don't value it, if you don't value what Jesus did on the cross, then you will not escape. Because one day you will be brought under judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. One day you will be brought under judgment. You know, many people will die and go to hell not because of their sins, but because they have not accepted what Jesus did and they didn't give value to what Jesus did on the cross. If you are a Christian, or you call yourself a Christian, you must know that the sacrifice of Christ on the cross was very high. And he doesn't take it lightly. Heaven doesn't take it lightly. So if you live anyhow, you will not escape. How shall we escape if we neglect this sacrifice? Many of us don't give respect to it. Hallelujah. Amen. We live in hell. When Jesus has suffered for you, you do what you like and live in hell. You will not escape judgment. You will not escape judgment. Jesus did it for love. And he expects that you will love him back. Hallelujah. Amen. He expects that you will love him back. He expects that you will live a life that will be pleasing to his father. So you must know that as a Christian, you must deny yourself. Many Christians are living in the house. And it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Because you might, you might have accepted Jesus. You might call yourself a Christian. But you might not enter into heaven. Yeah. I'm telling you. You can't live in hell. Be very careful how you are living. Because one day you will stand before the judgment. And what Jesus has done. Will be used to judge you. Is this a suffer for you? Say, what are you doing about it? Say, yes, Jesus denied himself yes, of his glory every and came to die for you. Now, what now, are we, you doing about it? You are living here. You are changing girls. Changing boys. You say you are smart. 
You are the Ogbo Nana in town. And you are saying that you can't eat only granite soup. But when you eat granite soup small, you must eat palm nut soup small. And then you must eat light soup small. And then get the apostles granite soup also small. So you have your wife and you have your girlfriend hallelujah and you have your girlfriend the ones who give you different styles and you go around and you are mirroring them and they are mirroring you you feel like a boy you think that you are and you are squeezing you are a woman you are being mad as I speak yesterday some people were mad not by their husband so hallelujah Amen. as I want to were you mad or did you mad Last week, did you Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And you are sitting here like an angel. And I Therefore, I will prepare for that day. Like we shall never die. Like we will never face God. One day you stand before God. You think you are enjoying. Continue to enjoy. Oh, tell us you continue to enjoy. Continue to enjoy. Continue to enjoy. Continue to enjoy. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Continue to live the way you are living. In Revelations, the Bible says something very interesting. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelations chapter 22. Revelation 22 from verse 10. And he saith unto me, Seal not the saints of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Verse 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Jesus said the way you are living don't change go on let's go on and be a testing officer you know I had a cousin who loves women one day he brought a certain woman to the house please take the mic for her hallelujah Hallelujah. Amen. This my cousin, he loves women. Different kinds of women. He brings to the house. Then one day he brought a certain lady to the house. And the lady was very big. And I said, ah, why? Why this size? You know what he said? He said, I want to test this one also to see how it is. He has made himself a testing officer. So sometimes you bring a slim lady. Sometimes you bring a big one. Sometimes you bring a fair one. Sometimes you bring a dark one. Sometimes you bring a short one. You bring a tall one. You will bring an airway. You bring a car. You bring a fanti. Testing to see the difference. That one, as you go on testing, you go on test. Go on and test. Just go on and test. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy. Let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly. And my reward is with me. To give every man according to his work shall be. Hallelujah. Amen. How are you living? Are you a Christian? So we are Christian. Are you a Christian? Are you sure you are a Christian? Does your life show that you are a Christian? Does the people in your family know that you are a Christian? Some of you, you are only known as a Christian in the church. But when we come to your house, I to post an infable. I can't hear it's better than you. For some of us, we are always quarreling in the house. Everybody knows us in the area. We had a woman in our house. She was opposite our house. And some of the tooth were removed. 
This woman lied When she starts, she said that I know that my tooth. So I'm not telling her that you are talking to No. And she can shout. You can hear voice. Then you know how to follow. She will be shouting wherever you are. You will know that her tooth has removed. What she knows that you can stand on to insult her. She has already told you. What else will you say? In your area, what are you not for? Are you known as a follower of Christ? So you Are you known as a Christian? Does your husband know you are a Christian? So who know himself who you are Christian? Does your wife know you are a Christian? So we hear himself who you are Christian? In your house, do they know you are Christian? We fear who knows who himself who you are Christian? One day we want to visit a woman. In a house. When we went to the house, we said oh, we are looking for so so and so. Yes, so she showed us Simesi. Sister so so and so. Sister Osimesi. And they said, oh, she's not around. Yes, you only her. I said, oh, we go to church with her. We attend the same church with her. So tell her that a church member the one we are talking to. The person Everybody come and listen. They say, I do attend church. I do attend church. I do attend church. Everybody come and listen. They are chair attends church. She was shocked. Okay, okay, Do you say you attend the same church with her? In your communion. Does she come for communion? Hmm. Today we are coming for communion. Do you take communion? You see, let me tell you something. Bible makes us understand. Anytime we come for communion, we are remembering the sufferings of Jesus. We are remembering the work he did at Calvary on the cross. We are remembering the pain. Come with me to 1 Corinthians. Chapter 11. From the verse 23. Today we are in communion. And then we are communion. And in the communion, we are remembering what Jesus did. At Calvary. He died for you, he died for me. How are you living after that? Are you justifying what he did? If Jesus looks at me, will he be happy? That he went through such suffering. That he went through such shame. Would he be happy? You know, sometimes you use your money to take care of somebody. Maybe your children or somebody or a niece or a nephew or somebody. And when they grow and now they are well to do, they will even mind you. And when you look back, you regret that you took care of them. If Jesus looks back and he looks at the way you are living, would Jesus regret that he came to die on the cross? 
Will Jesus regret? Will he be happy? Or will he regret? The work on the cross was not an easy work. Hallelujah. Amen. But don't the way you are living your life, when Jesus looks at you, will he be happy that he came to die on the cross for you? Hallelujah. Amen. You go out, you go and drink, you are boozed. Early morning, before anybody wakes up, you are already boozed. Hallelujah. Amen. After that, you want people to give you money to eat. There's a young man who comes to my house. Every time he comes, he's boost. I'm very hungry. Please give me something to eat. Formerly, when he comes, my little brother, I'll give him I'll give him money. One day he came, I told him, Look, that could be about me. You cannot use your money to drink and expect me to give you money. To go and eat. I won't do that. And I told him, when you are drunk, don't come to my house again. Don't come When he came, we were talking again. I could smell the alcohol. He said, oh, this one is uh, yesterday. Yesterday. He drink puts down. Mm-hmm. I drank put down yesterday. Now I said, oh, no, 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 no. This morning you put it in the microwave. It's hot. It's hot. You put it in the microwave. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't microwave it. No, no, no. The cross where Jesus died is a sign of suffering. It's a sign of pain. Jesus suffered. That is why on the day of judgment there will be no mercy. On the day of judgment God will not show mercy. Because what he went through on the cross, it's not easy. If you said, dear, of fame, who are sent you, so no, and you're better. Hallelujah. Amen. Anytime we come to take part in the communion, we are remembering what Jesus did on the cross at Calvary. He shed his blood so that you and I can live. And have eternal life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You see, right now, God is very quiet. He's very quiet. All the things you are doing, he's seeing it. All the things you are doing, God sees it. He's quiet. Because this is the time of grace. He's giving you a long rope. But one day you will die. One day you will stand before the judgment seat. And there will be no mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. There will be no mercy there. This is the time of mercy. 
This is a time of grace. But grace will be over one day. I said grace will be over one day. When you stand before God, the books will be open. All your works will be seen. That time nobody can speak. God is waiting. I said God is waiting. You see, people make a mistake. When we preach about the judgment of God, some will say you are being judgmental. But they don't realize God has two sides. God is like a coin. There are two sides. God is love. He so loved the world. The love of God is so high. You can't climb over it. The love of God is so deep. You can't go under it. The love of God is so wide. You can't go around it. God so loved the world. The love of God is unsearchable. That is a gapel love. But God is also a God of justice. He's a God of judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. He's also a God of judgment. That's why God is also a God of justice. Right now we are enjoying the love. And continue to enjoy the love. But the day will come when you stand before God and you will be judged. Look, that, he, he is not man you because you will come. You will come, you will come, you will come and face him. That one is one day you will face God. I told you one when I was young, my father Christmas, somebody brought my father cake. And I realized that every evening when my father finished eating, then he would go and cut, the cake was in his room, he would go and cut slice. I was cleaning his room every morning. So when I also go and clean the room, then I also cut slice. When my father finished eating in the evening, he cut a slice. In the morning, when I finished cleaning the room, we were slicing. My father and I were slicing. But it got to a time I didn't know. Ah, I drew baby name. Not knowing for three days. Sana nansa. 
My father was not cutting his slice. Oh, me papa and slice. I didn't know. I didn't know. So me to every morning when I go, ah. I thought I would see my father's slice. But I didn't know. So it will be near son's slice. Then the next day, near son's slice. Then the third day, near son's slice. Then the slice. Sana, me papa nansen ya on one slice. Me nkwa me kwa me slice. Sana nansen. Hey, afedi a slice ne ye kesiye. After about three days. Ne nansen sonon. When my father finished eating in the evening. Me papa jidi a yu. A yu a yu mre. And he was going to cut his slice. Ah, okwa kwa slice. He said, hey. Amen. And when my father shouted, said, Look, you, you have eaten all my cake. Today I will wear the same clothes with you. I ran out of the house. Uh, and when I ran, you know, you know what my father said to me? He he said, look, I don't need to chase you. You will come and sleep in this house. You will come and sleep here. If you like sleep outside, but you will come to this house and sleep he here. He took a cane and put it. You will come and sleep ah. in this house. One day you will stand before God. God is not chasing you. You can cut your slice. You will be cutting your slice. 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 Slice, that, that yeah. you, you'll be cutting your slice. Cut your slice. Slice. Cut your slice. Slice. If you think you are low, your mouth sweets you. <laughs> to chop your father's cake. Okay. Since that day, a free sadan. Even if there's biscuit, I won't touch it. Eh. Say biscuit. No, I will cry now. Propose. But one day I realized that my father, the biscuit, he had counted it. <laughs> he knows. He knows that <laughs> so. You know the jam, the jam biscuit, the small, small, small ones, in the box. Uh, jam biscuit. They are even blown. My father, no. He counted all. Me papa, I cheer him. Oh, share that kamuni ni na guo, kani ni na ba. And he, 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 he bagged them that day in rubber. Oh, Mr. Lim. <laughs> he knows very well that as for Niasho, he will come for the Piccadilly biscuit. Don't behave like Niasho. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll sleep in the house. That, 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 that evening, I didn't sleep. Uh, I was sitting outside. My father, too, he was sitting in the porch. Sadhanu, manda, miti, aboti, basu, eti, porch, in chemi. I didn't sleep. He also didn't sleep. <laughs> that today we wear the same trouser. Hallelujah. Amen. Anytime we come for communion, communion. We are remembering what the Lord has done. And we are reminding ourselves that because Jesus separated himself and went through so much pain for us, we must also live a holy life. So that the death of Jesus 
on the cross will not be waste. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 from 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Verse 26. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned with the world. So anytime we are coming for communion, examine yourself. And see whether you are living for Christ. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Because Paul is teaching that the communion does not only have spiritual benefits, but also have physical benefits. He says, Some eat and they get sick. That means that it can affect your physical body. If some eat and they get sick, then those that eat rightly, they will eat and have healing. If some eat it wrongly and they die, then they that eat it rightly will eat and have life. It's a prayer that as we come to the table today, you will eat and have healing. Amen. You will eat and have life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because it is not the will of the Lord that any of us should perish. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. We are coming to dine. Please. Can you, Elder Fatahu? Can you, where is Elder Titi? Is he in the house? Pastor Mike, please help him. Hallelujah. Amen. We are coming to dine with the Lord. I want you to talk to God. Well, you see yourself falling short. Where you see yourself falling short. Tell the Lord to have mercy. Tell the Lord to have mercy. Tell the Lord to have mercy. Tell the Lord to have mercy on you. Where you see yourself falling short. Tell the Lord to have mercy and strengthen you. Because as we eat, heaven will be remembering the suffering of Jesus. The Father will remember the suffering of Jesus. It's a very serious thing. The Bible says, examine yourself. So examine yourself. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. We have closed. If you are here, you have been giving your life to Jesus. You know that you are not born again. You know that if you die today, you don't go to heaven. But you want to give your life to Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus, lift your right hand and stand up so I can pray with you. You don't know when you are going to die. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. You want to give your life to Jesus? Stand up on your feet. Lift your right hand. Let me pray with you. If you are watching us on Facebook or YouTube, and you want to give your life to Jesus, then lift your right hand and pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died at Calvary for my sins. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe that you are alive forevermore. Lord Jesus, forgive me all my sins. Wash me in your precious blood that flowed at Calvary. Write my name in the book of life and fill me with your Holy Spirit. From today, I will save you all the days of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today in Jesus' name. If you said this prayer, I believe you are born again. If you are watching on Facebook or YouTube, find a Bible believing church and attend. If you want to join our church, we are United Christian Ministries International. We have branches all over Accra and beyond. But we are coming to you now from our Dansoman branch, which is close to the Dansoman Malcolm. If you come, we shall receive it open hand. The Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.